your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. Whole bunch of things on on the docket. Not the Iowa caucus, but I did just get an update. If anyone really cares, Buttigieg, Sanders lead as Iowa releases partial results. Oh boy. I don't know what a caucus is. I don't think we learned that in any civics class that I took in high school or college. I took a lot of history classes in college too. I don't remember learning about anything about caucuses. I think Winona was a, or Winona, I think Minnesota was a caucus last year maybe. I went and voted, but I don't remember caucus. Uh, people, people disappointed with the impeachment having no drama and how it was boring. And then also the same people are disappointed with Democrats because the Iowa caucus is such a bleep show. Well, what do you want? This is drama right here, right? Like this is super fun. They're messing up the Iowa caucus. Where, where is it going to end? Buttigieg and Sanders in the lead as Iowa releases partial results. I can't wait. That's like the Bucks are winning after the first quarter against the Bulls. Like, well, okay, well, nobody cares, right? We're not watching the Iowa caucus scoreboard after the first quarter and halftime and third quarter. We just want to know the final score. Update us when that happens. A couple of guys are in the lead. Doesn't really mean anything. Maybe it does. I don't know. Iowa's 90% white. Buttigieg and Sanders. Oh, wait. Everyone's white in the Democratic Party. Everyone's white. White. That's running for president, essentially, except Andrew Yang. But he doesn't get to debate because he's not a billionaire like Mike Bloomberg, right? Anyway, <laughs> moving on. 608-785-7914 if you I mean if you want to call in and and make fun of the Iowa caucus I'm you, I feel free. If you want to call in and make fun of anything, feel free. Uh I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Super Bowl ad from Winona cuz I've learned a lot of things. I know where the sign is, the fake welcome to Winona sign. Or what yeah, welcome to Winona Minnesota sign that Winona Ryder was lying in front of. I also talked to Jeff Mueller, assistant chief of the Winona County Sheriff's Department, about what actually an officer would do if a lady was lying in front or lying in the side of a county road in Winona because the officer in the commercial doesn't really depict actually what an officer would do in real life. Of course, right? Of course, he wouldn't. He wouldn't do that. I think we could all assume what they would do. But I talked to Jeff. I just like, hey, you know, w- what would you guys do? Uh, so I'll play that interview in a little bit. It's real short. It's not very long. It's real short and it's not very long, right? Uh, talk to, again, Nick called yesterday. So we were talking about this commercial. And Nick's like, yeah, I know where the sign is. Is that my neighbor's house? You see that farm in the commercial? That's my farm. It's on the left side there. <laughs> He's like, he was pretty mad. Uh, he said a lot of people were mad about traffic. They closed down the street a couple of times uh, over three days, I, I think, in recording the commercial. First of all, why is it taking three days to record this commercial? And then uh, closed down the street, 
people didn't know it. They'd go up Garvin Heights and then get out there and be like, oh, real close, you have to turn around. Be mad about that. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, Brad Williams is going to join me in a couple of minutes, and we're going to talk about Grant, Grandma's Gateway Gate. Grandma's Gateway Gate, get it? Bluff Gate? I wanted to call it Bluff Gate, and Brad was like, no. The controversial Grandma's Gateway that the city wants to do, kind of around Granddad's Bluff, another trail system, biking, hiking trails, uh, cross-country skiing trails maybe in the winter. And homeowners around that trail system not happy that there's going to be trails in their backyard. And Brad will come in here and kind of explain the meeting last night. Contentious meeting a little bit. Another meeting tonight at 6. So if you're heading to that meeting, shoot me a text. Give me a call. 608-785-7914. Talk and text line. You can call too if you want. And... Just give me an update on on what you think of Grandma's Gateway. I'm pro-trails. Now, I think one of the arguments was it's going to cause erosion and and more rocks falling into their houses. Do we have that a lot? I mean, there's trails all over the place. I guess I don't know if they're all above housing. I live in the woods. There are plenty of trails above my house from deer and not a whole lot of rocks falling. I see one that's kind of, that one looks like it might fall in my driveway. I better not park my car there because at some point in the spring, maybe maybe it'll roll down. It's a giant boulder. But if they put a trail in there, they probably move that boulder as opposed to just leaving it to slide down the hill. Uh, Brad Brad was in court today too, so he's going to update us on, I think, a court decision that happened as well. I think it was a stabbing or something that has been decided now, but we'll get we'll get the update from Brad. We're gonna hit news right now. We'll be back in a minute right here on Wizard. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, Brad won't be able to hear you because he doesn't have headphones. But we can figure it out if you want to call and ask Brad questions about this meeting at the bluff side. We'll figure it out, Brad. I can bring a headset in if you want. We'll see. Uh, 608-785-7914 is the talking text line if you want to get in here. Um, Let's do what you did in court first, Brad, before we get into the bluff meeting tonight. Uh, There was a gang rape a couple years ago. This was October of 2017. 2017. South side of La Crosse at a garage. How many? Okay, two... Two girls there were, were two, involved. Uh, teenage girls run away from the family and children's center. Okay, and they, uh, fifteen years old is about what. Okay, and were. then there were how many males? There were three who have been charged. Okay, how many were at? The, and at the, they think remember? there were around a dozen okay. young men. And they were between. They were teenagers. They, yeah, the, the, were they uh, all the, the sentencing that happened today was for Dominique Hister. Okay, he was fifteen at the time of uh, the gang rape. He is not yet 18, but he is. He pled uh, no contest as an adult, so he reached a negotiated plea today. He was sentenced, uh, getting four years in prison for the sexual assault and uh, bail jumping, and so he will also be on extended supervision after that. And he is uh, taking some responsibility, saying he he should have said something. He should have tried to stop the uh, assault of these young women who were in the garage. And he was, he was part of this assault too. He was, was he, he was involved, physically in involved it. in it. Yes. Okay. So. 
Um, man, he was 15 at the time, so he's 17 now? Yes. Or maybe 18. He's, he's 17. Not, he's yet, not 18. Not quite 18. So that's weird. He gets charged. Uh, he, because if he was 15, he wouldn't go to jail, right? Well, I mean, if if you get brought into adult court in certain cases, okay. and he uh, has been in adult court. His name has been public sure. the last two years. So Okay. Well, huh, that's, yeah, I don't so, know. So that's, uh, there have been... As we say, two other young men have been uh, in, involved in this, and uh, one of them at least has gotten into other uh, other trouble since then, and has been in the news. So this, uh, for for right now, this may be uh, the last of the prosecutions connected to it, unless there are future charges brought against any of the uh, the people who were there. All right. So Dominic Hister, who is now seventeen, he was fifteen at the time, is sentenced to four years in prison. Yes, for his. Uh, his role this was I guess. second degree sexual assault is what it okay, was. Okay, in a in a in a gang rape on the south side of lacrosse that happened in 2017. All right, so that's that'll be up on wisdomnews.com in a little bit. Brad, it will you're going to this meeting though first. I'm right? going to this meeting. We were uh, at the uh, city plan commission meeting last night where the uh, hot topic of discussion was once again these uh, access points that we're talking about. We There's call this it grandma's, grandma's grandma's gateway. Gate. Is <laughs> not gates. <laughs> it's a big you, conspiracy, you're man. It's, it's a, a scandal, cons- but uh, it's got the word gate the in there. But I don't been, want to use the word the gate. The city but has this been is hiding city. these trails. Nobody that's, has known about it. That's uh, the argument that is being made: is that the city was making plans, and the people living below the bluff, 29th Street and Ebner Cooley Road, say they hadn't heard anything until a few weeks ago. They went to the uh, park meeting, park board meeting, a couple of weeks ago went to uh, city plan commission last night there is uh, the judiciary and administration committee of the city council tonight at six o'clock many of the uh, people who were there speaking last night are expected to be back tonight because this is a different group of people that met last night yeah they all want to hear the argument so what and and what happened last night was uh and i have in my hand you have to let me ask the question brad what happened last night what happened last night uh interviewing yourself i have the uh agenda for tonight's meeting okay and it says uh ordinance to amend subsection 115-110 of the code of ordinance allowing neighborhood access point to grandad bluff park this is uh, many people, including the ORA, that's the hiking and biking group that is in favor of this. ORA, the band? The o- No. No. Okay. No. They, uh, they would like access to this, uh, this bluff top trail being developed. And uh, the park department says, yes, there is access already if you go up the bluff, if you go Bliss Road, and so on. But there are other ways to do it. The, uh, the users of the trail would like to uh, go up. Uh, by way of the bluff, not necessarily with cars, because they have their hiking and they have bikes. And there are a couple of lots on 29th Street South, which are not residential Mm -hmm. and uh, could be... uh, Turned in the parking. Could be uh, allowed neighborhood access. They they could be rezoned to allow the access. uh, But neighbors uh, who live right in that area are concerned about a couple of things. There is a street that goes past their house, and it goes up to a a crest of a hill, and uh, there is the worry that a lot of people driving to get to to a point uh, where they can go on that trail get to the top of the road, and uh, it's, it's dangerous, and people can't always know when 
when the drivers are coming, so they're concerned about that. They're concerned about too much activity in the bluffs because of all the rain we have had in recent years, that so much activity in the bluffs is going to cause erosion and falling boulders and uh, many other things. And so this is what uh, a lot of the uh, problem has been and what the, the controversy has been uh, not only for the park board, but once again last night the uh, the city plan commission, which did approve the permits to uh, to change the zoning on these two parcels, and uh, same thing coming before the council committee tonight, and uh, whatever they recommend will be sent to the full council next week. I mean, they can argue about you know, and maybe they maybe they have they have a point. There's there these trails would cause some kind of erosion that would make living below them more dangerous and i i don't know you know the science behind that i think you get an expert and and sounds like they they have some kind of study that that they're pointing to that shows this what they're saying is they would like more study to be done if, if they can do something differently and they're a big concern and you have a letter that was sent by the the neighbors uh, within the last few weeks, is that they say they hadn't heard much of anything about this until it actually came up in the last month on uh, meeting notices. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking about before, is that there apparently it has been on meeting notices going back several months, and people, yeah, may, people may, not, may not have known about it at the time. I think at some point Odegaard had said that there have been 18. Jay Odegaard, oh, sorry, the head yeah. of the Park Department. Yes, uh, Jay Odegaard had said there's been 18 uh, some kind of public maybe mm-hmm. meetings like that's happening tonight in, in one way or the other on this whole trail system. Right. Uh, so, okay, so they can argue about the erosion and it's going to be dangerous. But really, like, we live in this area. You're going to put access points to the trails. There's going to be more traffic that... I don't want in front of my house. Like I don't want a bunch more well, more cars are, driving back and forth. Those are the two main things. It's the traffic and well, also it's the uh, going up into the bluffs well, and, and then, causing more wear and no, tear to the bluffs. That's well, that's science. I'm just saying as a homeowner, <laughs> that's science. Th- that's science. That like you you want to get into trail science. studies and <laughs> science. Uh, if you want to get into trail studies and the science of it, and that's dangerous. But like what I'm saying is like uh, I live here and I don't want like a bunch of hikers driving back and forth to get on the trail access that's across the road from my house or next to my oh, lot. That's that's that and, a big part of it too. And and I, you know what? I'm gonna be taking a shower. My bathroom window is to the backside of the house where I can see. And and now I have to worry about people hiking and biking behind my house all the time. It's not gonna be a peaceful woods anymore. We just don't want people. We don't want trails behind my house because it's just going to be annoying for me. I, I well, live in the woods that for much, but that could be part of it as well. I, well, you know, that would be the next argument. I, I don't think you could argue that as well because you'd be like, uh, well, th- there's going to be people in the woods behind my house. I don't like that. So, I mean, I live in the woods and so, every once in a while, I'll look out the back of my house and there'll be a hunter back there because it's it's state land. I'd be like, oh, that's fun. There's just a guy with a gun behind walking in my backyard. <laughs> All right. So okay, you I could be get concerned that. about that too. I can relate. <sighs> but if they put a trail system behind my house that isn't a deer trail system, which is already behind my house, I would be like, eh, yeah, that's cool. People want to hike behind my house. That's, I mean, it's state line. Partly because cool. the trail that they these people want to get to is a little ways up the hill. It's not directly behind their houses in most cases. Yeah, it's it's an access point. So they're going to build a trail to get to the trail that's already yeah, there. Yeah, or they could build a 
uh, as they were talking last night, they could build a staircase, which would be more likely used by the hikers than anybody with a bike trying to carry it up a what staircase. What about like uh, the ski hills that have the, you know, the, what are those called? Uh, they're, they're probably not going to do that would, ski lifts. Remember when we were talking about doing that, instead of having Bliss Road, we would have like the ski lift system. Where I don't remember hearing that yeah, instead of Bliss Road. One of Road. our ideas that we have, Brad, on the show. Your idea. It didn't uh, get to, then you charge, I didn't hear about this. This was years ago. This you, is like, this always, I suppose this was on 18 different. Tone well, this hasn't been, on the, hasn't been on any agendas yet. And I, I can't see. think of what the, you know, you see them on the mountains when you ride in those big yeah. uh, things. And I can't think well, of the name. And well, yeah, the elevated railroad, you know, the, yeah, the trolley the, car up to the uh, top of the bluff. Yeah, somebody, like will, somebody will text me the name of that thing. Anyway, so pretty pretty easy case. Like, well, they just don't, we don't want traffic out in front of our house anymore. It's going to be dangerous. Well, you know what? There's there's cars in the road. Like, you, I, I feel like people know how to drive, and there's laws about hitting people uh, that are dry, you know, hitting people that are walking or biking on the side of the road. Don't do that. At any rate, they uh, they decided the plan commission uh, not to delay it. But this is a different group tonight, the J and A committee. So they might decide differently. They might want to put it on hold for two or three months and get some more information on it. So oh, we'll see. Oh, last night's meeting was called the city plan commission. That's meeting? the city plan commission. Happens once a month. Yes. And uh, you, and it, you go it, to these it, usually, right? Yes. This is uh, the city council meeting is next week, and this is the week that they have all the, the committees that lead up to it. The plan commission, judiciary, yeah. administration, finance, and planning is on Thursday. I, I just want to do some comparisons. This month's plan commission meeting yesterday versus, you know, a, va- a basic one. Was there just a lot more people at this one? Or? This one was, again, another standing room only, yeah. like the park board from a couple of weeks ago. Sure. Um, and then did, did any of the arguments get a little heated was there any back and forth there, or do I mean, people it just... was it, in in case it was most it was not the groups arguing with each other it was mainly people coming up to the microphone and telling the the people sitting in the front of the room how upset they are okay here i'm going to try this brad i think we'll make this work uh we'll go to the phones jim dandy you're on the air you want to you you got something to say here you bet i do rick i agree with you totally when it comes to privacy in your backyard when when these people that have lived there for who knows how long and what city taxes they're paying, it's ridiculous to all of a sudden let some hikers come through their yard, basically, and that's what's going to happen because it's happened here since we've had renters in, in apartment buildings around us, and it's getting worse. And And the city does not give a damn. It's called eminent domain. They're going to come in and they're going to take up what they want to take up and what they need to take up to, to suffice themselves. They don't care about the residents, the long-time residents, they just don't give a damn, and, and, and I don't know what it's going to take to put a stop to some of this crap where they invade our privacy, our security, and they put these people in our backyards. We have no privacy or security anymore, and and I've lived here all my life, or my family has, and we've had what we had, and that's why my, my father moved here back in the 50s and bought the property, and, and the city is surrounding us, and we knew sooner or later it was going to happen to a point. But it just seems like they're coming in and taking up properties, and they're doing what they want, and they just don't care what we think or what the majority thinks or a damn thing. Look at what they did. Was it on Redfield Street last summer when they put in that uh, that that home or whatever? And the people were all against it, but they went ahead and did it anyways. So I agree with you. For privacy and security purposes, why should the city be allowed to just come in and do what they want? 
All right. Thanks for the call, Jim. Uh, well, that's why we have these meetings like tonight <laughs> and next week to uh, see whether the the city, in th- fact, does. Are they give using eminent domain to steal? Well, uh, the, the, we're talking about a lot of land which is donated to the Mississippi Valley Conservancy, which right. is where these trails ideally are going. And they're so. just putting a trail into land that's conservancy. So it's not like they're taking land, but they might use an empty lot to get to the trail system, right? Right. That, and that's what the zoning change would be for. Okay. All right. I think that covers it, Brad. Does that cover it? For right now. Yeah. All right. Good luck at the meeting. Okay. <laughs> Count how many people are there. <laughs> uh, that's Brad Williams. Wisdom News headed headed uh, headed to uh, another meeting tonight on this. Um, Wayne Wayne says gondola. Is that what it is? Is that a gondola? Because I always think a gondola is a boat. Oh, it is both. A gondola lift. Yeah. Okay. I'm learning stuff. And when I think gondola, and thanks for the text, Wayne. Uh, when I think gondola, I think like the the river system and 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 the boat that you would be rowed in, right? Like you get in and somebody rows it for you. <laughs> All right. Fun stuff. Right. We're going to take another break. Scott's comment in the news. When we come back, we can continue this conversation on Grandma's Gateway Gate. Or uh, I want to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl ad before it gets too far away and nobody cares about the Super Bowl ads anymore, which would be tomorrow. All right. We'll be back in a minute on Wizard. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Having a little show on break with the texters. It's the time I get to actually reply to them as opposed to just blurting it out over the air. But uh, some of the texts, let's see here. Um, as we're having a conversation, I'm to scroll up. So Hank texts in, maybe they should buy more property and not donate it. Buy themselves a buffer. So the, the essentially the land around their homes, if there's an empty lot, maybe they should have bought that empty lot. I don't think people have the disposable income to just go buying stuff. Uh, oh, there's an empty lot here. We should buy it before the city does and puts an access point to the trails. Uh, if, if we all had so much money, we'd buy all the land, right? Uh, number three is on the air. Number three, go ahead. I want to say it's an honor for you to take my call. I know it is, right? Yeah, pick your brain a little bit and rattle your cage. Well, I don't, I don't. You don't want to pick my brain too much. No, it wouldn't be much to pick. Would no, there? you, you'll, c- like you'll catch me. Anyway, I want to tell you now when you go from lacrosse to Stoddard, you know, once in a while. Okay. You're going to have those three um, roundabouts on South Avenue. Okay. Then when you get out in the south end of lacrosse, where fourteen thirty-five and sixty-one come together. Yeah. You're going to have another roundabout. And then when you go down the road towards Stoddard, there's going to be another roundabout by the school. In Stoddard? No, not in Stoddard. By Southern Bluff School. Oh, okay. So You know where that is. Are we up you? to five roundabouts? We're going to have five roundabouts in about a three-and-a-half to four-mile drive. Okay. So I'm just wondering if that's what I call it an overkill. Yeah, why don't we just make it one one giant roundabout? Let's call it a highway. That'd, that'd take up too much. <laughs> but I'm just telling all these people now, when they come up from Stoddard, it's going to take them, you know, they're going to have five roundabouts to go to lacrosse now. And all the stoplights aren't, the stoplights aren't leaving, right? They're still going to be those? Well, they're still going to be there, yeah. Oh, good. See, Got that's... them all by Wally World and that, but, but I just thought I'd 
push that's, this in. See, you know, that's for, where I would put a roundabout, right there in front of the Walmart. And we don't have to stop there. And then just get rid of some of those. We could get rid of instead of putting roundabouts on South Avenue where what the A and W is. I know that intersection's goofy. There's a five five uh five lanes yeah. there or whatever. Instead of putting an interse- a roundabout there, just get rid of the intersection and have people divert to a different intersection if they want to get on the road. That would be too easy. Oh. That would solve the problem too quick. Well, there was a meeting anyway, about this last week. anyway, they got a meeting tomorrow night at Southern Bluff School. Another I'm going to go, but nobody ever listens to me anyway. So Yeah. That's okay. That's all I got to say. All right. Another. Keep... All right. Thanks a lot. Number three calling in uh, with the South Avenue update. So another meeting tomorrow night on that. There's a meeting tonight on Grandma's Gateway Gate. Uh, we'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? This is Dan. Hey, Dan, you're on the air. What do you got? Hey, I heard a little clip about the uh, Grandma's Gateway proponent saying that this, uh, the, having it as a park or a conservative, conservative Mississippi Valley Conservancy property helps uh, prevent it from being overrun, whatever. The uh, I, I have a question for that guy. Then right now, the that those lots are built on for a reason. They exceed twenty percent slopes. How is a bicycle trail or any trail going to help that situation when you can go take a walk up towards the end of uh, Forest Hills up there and those trails they built? Go take a look at those trails. How do they hold up in the erosion okay. and the rain and the driftless? area they don't they don't what if they put the a grain, stairs there the rain comes along and the trail's gone and all the silt will be down on 29th street dan what if and they put the a city can can contract someone to go clean that up what if they put a stairs there just so you're gonna put stairs all the way up to the top of the trail uh all the, uh, to to wherever the trail access point is so i don't know how far, far up that is but that would that would be better. That would hold up better to erosion, I would guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, how much land is going to be disturbed? Is it going to be over an acre of uh, disturbance when you take in all of the trails they're planning on building? Are they going to have silt fence along those trails when they're building them, just like uh, you do on any other construction project in Lacrosse County? Mm-hmm. When you disturb over an acre of property, or is there going to be a special exemption? Are you going to the meeting, Dan? It's in 20 minutes. No, there's no. nothing that can be done about it. No. there's the, the city's already made up their mind. They want to promote it. They'll promote it, and it doesn't matter what the neighborhood. It, unfortunately, sure. it just seems that way. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Dan. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to change gears here a little bit. You could still shoot me a text. Give me a call uh, on Grandma's Gateway Gate if you want, but... Uh, I just wanted to follow up on on what I've I've learned about the Super Bowl ad that featured quote unquote featured Winona, and if you remember, you know here it, it, it's a real short ad. It's this is what it sounds like. Excuse me, ma'am. Winona Ryder lying in the what side you of the road. What are doing over there? I'm building a website. About what? Winona. Oh. It's got pictures on it. I like pictures. Yeah, me too. That's why I'm making it. Okay, then. Bye-bye now. <laughs> so Winona Ryder lying on the side of, I think it was County 22, and just lying on the side of the road. It's a 
field, snow-covered field in the background. Winona City Police SUV pulls up from pretty far away. He stays 50, 50 feet away, pulls up, you know, and that's the conversation that I have. He has that conversation kind of kind of a, at a distance. But So I talked to Winona County's Winona, Winona County Sheriff's Assistant Chief Jeff Miller about this. And just more like what what would what would a police officer do in the situation when a woman's lying on the side of the road like this? And here's here's what here's that conversation. All right, I'm talking to Jeff Mueller, the assistant chief with the Winona County Sheriff's Department. I Hello. I've talked yesterday about this commercial, and I don't know is this com- commercial out on the, the the Super Bowl ad? Is this your jurisdiction out there, the Winona County Sheriff's Department? Yes, it is. Okay, because when because during the Winona Rider commercial, they show Winona police SUV, but I don't think it was a county county officer. Um, I saw the commercial briefly, and yeah, that was a city police car, I believe, and that wasn't actually even a really city police car. It was kind of a made up one, I think, that they must have brought or got someplace. Oh, okay. So yeah, they 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 yeah. faked the police car and they faked the welcome to Winona sign. All right. So what I wanted to to know, you know, the SUV pulls up. He's he. He stays pretty far away from a lady laying on the side of the road, and then he kind of yells at her from like 50 feet away. They have a conversation in that distance, and then he's good, and he's like, all right, thanks a lot. See you later. How would you guys actually handle a situation where somebody's lying on the side of a county road? Which the speed limit is probably 60 out there, right? 55, I think, is the speed limit out there. Yeah, we probably uh, wouldn't speak from a distance and would try to find out what the person is uh, doing lying on the side of the road, and if they first thought would be like in need of some sort of medical assistance where we might be able to offer him some help. And then the conversation they have, it takes like five seconds. Would you ever actually be good with that? Or first off, would you approach that person or would you stay a safe distance away at first just because of safety reasons? You don't know. I, hey, maybe this person is armed or crazy or I don't know. Or would you would you actually park next to the person and then, and then approach them? Well, I think we'd, we would park in relatively close distance to the person and would approach them, I guess, without any. Obviously, it would be strange seeing somebody out in the middle of nowhere laying in the middle of the road or laying on the ditch or whatever. So I think we would definitely be approaching with some caution, but with also some sense of urgency uh, to see what the problem is. <laughs> right. I picture you, you approaching her with your gun out, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, probably not so much. We'd really reacting to really what more she is doing so if the person's literally laying there i don't know if she was reading a book or looking at a computer or whatever she was doing probably wouldn't call for a gun being warranted being pulled out at that point it would be more uh, approaching her and just kind of seeing what's going on yeah and then would you would you leave she's like hey i'm making a i'm making a website i'm lying on the side of the road here you know i don't know getting pictures but you or would you be like ma'am you can't lie on the side of a county road in winona well, we uh, would probably try to determine if it was uh, something like legit doing or if she was having some sort of mental health uh, situation or if there was any other issue she was dealing with. If it was literally somebody doing something that wasn't illegal and wasn't in, like, the road right away or a safety concern or something like that, or on private property, you know, a variety of different issues. Um, but if it was nothing illegal and didn't meet any of those other criteria, potentially we could leave if there was determined that she wasn't having any sort of mental health crisis or medical issue or anything else. So potentially. Okay. okay. So, so she could just lie on the side of the road if she wanted. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to tell her to leave, huh? Well, once again, depending if it's a safety issue, I mean, you're not allowed to be in the county uh, on the road or in the road right of way and that sort of thing. So if it was a safety issue, we'd probably have an issue with it. 
Sure. All right. I think that's all I need, Jeff. Thanks a lot for, for getting back to oh. me and having some fun here. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. No problem. All right. Thanks a lot. See ya. Yeah. Take care. Bye. All right. That was Jeff Mueller, Winona County Sheriff's Department, assistant chief there. That was nice of him, nice enough of him to, uh, to let me badger him about this Super Bowl commercial a little bit. Uh, a couple other things I learned about this Super Bowl commercial. So, Winona Riders lying in front of a welcome to Winona sign. We learned this yesterday uh, with Pat Mutter calling in from Visit Winona that the sign itself is fake. So, they, they created that sign and, and put it up on, on the county road and and uh, when it was all said and done, they they took it down and and they were gonna. I guess they were gonna destroy it. <laughs> so why I don't know. But Nick called in yesterday, said, "Hey, I know where the sign is. I've got it. My my cousin has it. Lives next door. I live in the farm that's featured in the commercial. Well, maybe not featured, but he says he lives in the farm that's the commercial on the commercial. So if you see on the left side of the of the video, well, what Nick told me is his cousin's got it." He's got it up on his wall at his business. Sent me a picture. It's pretty cool. He also he also told me that the commercial itself photoshopped out the Minnesota Equestrian Center, which would be on the right side of the the video where Winona Ryder is lying. You, you on the right instead of it just being a snow covered field, that's where the Minnesota Equestrian Center set, uh, sets. And and Nick told me on the phone today that. Yeah, the, all the crew, they went there and ate <laughs> during the three days of shooting. I believe they shot for three days, what he said. Uh, and he, he also had his wife go out to where the, the sign used to be, because now the, the fake sign was taken down. And uh, she sat down and held her iPad, and he took a picture. And sure enough, the, he sent it to me. There's a picture of, of her lying there. And in the back, you can see the Minnesota Equestrian Center. The giant building that's not in the commercial, and you can see his barn on the left, and and some silo silos on the right side of the road as well. So, pretty funny, pretty funny to to just think about. Like, all right, Winona Riders coming to town. We got to shoot this Super Bowl commercial, but we don't want to uh, have these buildings in the background. We'll Photoshop them out. Well, really, you couldn't find a side of the road in Winona County or anywhere and anywhere and say it's Winona and that's just fields with nothing in the background. Pretty sure it would take five minutes for anyone around here to do that. Maybe they should just ask the local, hey, where can we shoot where there's just fields? All right, we got to take another quick break. Jim, I know you're calling. We'll get to you in a minute. We'll be back after this on Wizzo. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. A couple minutes left here. Jim Dandy is waiting on hold. We were talking about that Super Bowl ad and featuring quote-unquote featuring Winona but it's just Winona Ryder lying in a field and it's a fake Winona sign and it's a, well, it's a real field, but they photoshopped out a, the equestrian center in the background too, as well. Uh, all right, Jim, you're on the air. Go ahead, man. Okay. Whoever paid for that ad should get their money back. I'd be embarrassed if I lived in Winona and, and had to you know deal with that the way that was, publicized well, Square, and number two well Squarespace are, paid for the ad so it's their business and they they decided to that's how they did it so I mean it wasn't a Winona ad per se it was a Squarespace ad okay and then the second comment is it didn't seem to be very well directed because you you pay attention to how she has her wording and how she says things it just seems like seems like her elevator doesn't go to the top floor you know what I mean it just she didn't seem too bright during you know what she was saying and 
And you listen to it really close. I watched some of the clips on the on the computer, and she just does not yeah, seem I, like she's either with it or just something seems so funny about it. Sure. All right. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Yeah, I think uh, I don't know if they're playing. She's acting there, right? She's she's doing the Minnesota accent or the northern accent, right? A little bit. And uh, obviously the cop there, and they're playing to the movie Fargo, which was made in 1996 and is in North Dakota and is 350 miles away from Winona. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of, she is playing kind of silly there. I don't know if she's, I don't know, that has nothing to do with Winona Ryder as a person. She's acting there, and the the ad is kind of like, it, it, it does have this kind of simpleton feel to it. Uh, that's how I would describe it anyway, without being too harsh. Uh, there's another ad that has her, it's three minutes long, has her walking through the town of Winona. And uh, <laughs> essentially, I, I put this on, on our website, wisdomnews.com, and then you can see both ads. But the town is like a ghost town. She walks by the movie theater. I think it's Winona 7 and uh, a couple other places. But there's no people and there's no cars. And nothing. There's no traffic or people walking around. It's just her in a ghost town and... Then she interviews some people about pictures and what Winona's about. A couple of people, and she's at a like fifties diner talking to the waitress at some point, which was I don't know if that diner exists or if any waitresses are wearing stuff like that. I have no idea, uh, but it's it just doesn't it doesn't have it. It has like a fifties feel to it as opposed to just it's Winona. It's not we're not Winona's not stuck in the fifties. I remember covering a state basketball game with Winona maybe it was a I think it was a state game or maybe they just played a team from the cities and the team the fans from the other team started chanting at the Winona fans and the Winona players maybe the game was over at this point they were chanting go back to the farm go back to the farm go back to the farm something like that and I was just like man you kids really have no idea what Winona is or where it is or you've never been there (laughs) like go back to the farm people from Rushford make fun of people from Winona as being the city slickers right and then the people from Rushford are more kids that grew grow up on farms I don't know Winona kids I would say a majority of them are not farmers or do not grow up on a farm if you live in Winona it's definitely a city uh, so that was kind of a funny experience uh, in my covering Winona days. And this ad, obviously, I spent a couple of days on it now a little bit. But I, I lived in Winona for probably eight years covering covering sports there. And so I, it did grow on me a little bit. And it was kind of interesting to say, oh, yeah, Winona Ryder. I guess I didn't really even think about whether or not she was born in Winona. But apparently she was. And I don't think she spent very much time there. The story kind of varies. But... Uh, it, it was interesting to, to learn a little bit about this commercial and the welcome to Winona sign is actually a fake sign. They just put it up there and closed traffic for a couple of days that made a bunch of people mad that drive up that weird Garvin Heights road, right? Like that zigzaggy road up and then they get out on top of the bluff there to, to go home or to where they're maybe they're trying to get to the highway and then be like, oh yeah, we're shooting a commercial. The road's closed. You have to go back down and around like, really? It's like another 20 minutes. Uh, and then the Minnesota Equestrian Center is is photoshopped out of this commercial, which is just on the right. Like, what's the big deal? 
And uh, yeah, talking to Jeff Miller with the Winona County Sheriff's Department saying, yeah, that's probably not how police would handle a lady lying on the side of the road, even if she was just working on her web page. Faces any color. 92.3 FM. I'll get home at night and there'll just be packages laying in my driveway. 1410 AM. You can never get enough stories. The news never stops. Lacrosse Talk PM with Rick Solom. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Weekdays from 5 to 6 on WIZM. Thanks a lot.